Before getting into today's episode, I want to let you know that my friends Amelia and Emily have started a brand new podcast titled Meet Me at the Drama Block. Their first episode is about Corona's impact on uni, relationships and the future. So make sure you check it out. Lots of interesting topics. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to lots of interesting topics. And we're back with episode eight of um, my show, my my little my little thing going on uh, today. Look, who I've got on the show, everybody. So I've got freshly freshly confirmed, I guess you could say. Yeah, I guess of Cambridge uh, future undergraduate. I'm trying to think of the correct terminology to yeah. use. I'm almost there. Okay. Yeah, you're almost there. You're fine. Yeah. Please welcome Catherine Pryor to the pod. Hello, Theo. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. It's okay. The weather at the moment, I was doing a little weather report at the beginning of these things, and it is, for an August morning, pretty cloudy. Yeah. It's a bit on, on thin ice. But on thin ice, basically. And I'm a bit like, I'm currently wearing shorts and a t-shirt for anyone who wants to know. And whether that was a good choice or not, whether I'm going to have to put on a sweatshirt, who knows what the hell is going to... Yeah, I'm doing up like the weird skirt-massive cardigan combo because I have no idea what it's like outside. Who it's knows? It's way to be, honestly. I mean, I'm actually, funnily enough, for all the, all the listeners who want to know, I'm actually staying on my own at the moment. I had to open... I know, right? I had to open the door... <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? I had to um, turn off the down- downstairs light from um, just the lamp that was downstairs. Massive moth flew out, and I was there like, it was literally, so, it was so big. So I was there like, I have to get this out, I have to get this out. So that's what I've been spending my morning doing, and now I'm oh, recording this. That was awful. Moths are like my worst enemy. I hate them so much. Oh my God. Literally awful. Literally Anything that flies already has an edge on me, and that's scary. I can't I, fly. I, I, honestly, if I was ever in the position to go on I'm a to get me out of here, moths would be one of my biggest fears. I, and if they put a load of them in, I'd be like, Ugh. I could probably have snakes, spiders. That's fine because they can stay on the ground. Yeah. But moths, my God, they go everywhere. And it's just... <laughs> they have a superpower that we don't have, which is... Exactly. Same with like wasps. Terrifying. Honestly. They, they're so wasps are the wasps are the worst, but they, I don't think they could put them on celebrity because of like actual pain could <laughs> will happen. So it's like <laughs> like actual allergies and stuff. Oh my god! But oh, one hundred percent. Do you know what? Let's let's get into let's get let's into, move away. From the oh, yeah, let's move away from the insect topic. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> Catherine. So you have just got to Cambridge University, as we have said. Have- Firstly, congratulations. Thank you so much. And, and congratulations on Liverpool. Oh, <laughs> thank well, you. Thank you very much. I mean, it has been a weird time, but thank God. It's it's so funny, the whole UK thing. I saw that going to before, so like, right. Okay, because just, <laughs> just so anyone um, who isn't sure can understand, Liverpool actually was not my firm choice. But it's okay, because like I've been constantly like putting it up and down. So yeah, like, it's fine. So good. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I loved it when I went. But I'm yeah. So yeah. So you're in. You're into Cambridge. Was it always a given that you would apply to Cambridge? Like, was it always on your radar? Oh, it sorry. was 
ages because I wanted to do medicine for such a long time. I was like going to medical student conventions and stuff, had yeah. applied to medical school. And at that point, Cambridge is like a no-go for medicine because people say it's not very good. Sorry if you're going to Cambridge for medicine, if you're listening to this. But people <laughs> say it's like- professors, um, if you're going to Cambridge for medicine. Yeah, like don't find, not find me, expel me. <laughs> I, yeah, okay, all right. But I never really thought about it. But then I was like, you know what, I can't be bothered to do with medicine school, like mm. medical school. I don't care that much about it. Like I left that life behind. And then when I started looking at biochemistry, then I was like, Cambridge is my, my goal. And my whole family was like, don't apply to Cambridge. Just really? a bit of a weird twist. Usually families are like, Do Oxbridge, Oxbridge, go, yeah. yeah. But my family are not Oxbridge lovers. Like, especially my like aunts and uncles and that sort of like part of my family. Yeah. I only ever had one other person in the family go to Oxford before. And he had like the worst time of his life there. Oh my God. And so everyone remembers that and they're like, do not go to Cambridge, do not go, don't go. And my uncle's like, I hate people that come from Oxford, Oxbridge because he's like a physics man. And oh, so okay. like, oh, people that do that, like they don't know what they're talking about when they're doing their like academic research and stuff like that. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to Cambridge, I'm gonna apply. Exactly. And then I got in somehow. I still don't quite know how, to be honest. I think I know how. Hard work, everyone. You know, Ugh. you know what? As Britney Spears said, work be asterisk T C H, yeah. and that's how you get in. So basically, <laughs> so yeah, that's really interesting. Was it always um, was it always Cambridge you wanted to go to, and not Oxford, or did you think about the two? It was definitely always Cambridge. I never really, I don't know. Oxford is never really on my radar. Like I've only been there once, and that was after I really applied to Cambridge. Oh, okay. So, I don't, I don't know it's not my thing and the courses at Oxford are like you must do this specific pathway you have no options once you pick at the beginning of first year that's it yeah. but Cambridge for science at least it's just like natural sciences and it's just you can do basically anything you want okay. so if I decide I hate chemistry I'm never doing that again in my life mm. I don't have to do it in second year or if I'm like I hate biology I'm not doing that again don't have to do it in second year but Oxford, Oxbridge was like, you have to do biochemistry, molecular and genetic, like the specific uh, thing. Okay, all right. I change my mind like every two weeks, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, can't no, I, I completely, I completely understand that thing. Um, unfortunately, biology and chemistry are not two of my strongest points, but I very, very, very much respect people whose it is because that is the future. <laughs> the children are our future. Even though Kathleen's only one month younger than me, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think we've already um, covered it, but yeah, you're studying what course? Biological Natural Sciences. So I'm basically doing my A levels again. I'm doing like oh, biology. Please. Well, I mean, we didn't have the opportunity the first time, so you know, just go and smash them this time. At, at somewhere that's very world renowned, basically. How many people usually get like admitted to your course, depending on how many people apply? I think it's well, natural science is like the biggest course. There's a quite like a couple oh, really? hundred thousand. Don't quote me on that. Right. But I think it's five, no, twenty percent of people that apply get a place. So it's like yeah, out of every five applicants, wow. there's one. Okay. Yeah. So I got lucky. Oh, I tell you what, that's that's a difficult ratio. But then again, I'm guessing all Cambridge courses, other than something really weird, isn't it like um, 50% or lower, like 100% is the admittance rate, depending on people who apply? I think it's 
think so. There's some courses that are like, yeah, basically the only people that apply are people that are going to get in. There's like hardly any applications. So like classics, sorry. The thing with the classics thing is because these older, more renowned institutions offer it and only mm. really private schools and all that sort of like they study it at school. That's why the private school intake for so many like of these prestigious places is so high because those are the courses that they're offering and stuff. Like if you go to a random state school, they're not going to do Latin and Greek. And if you yeah. haven't done it, you cannot do classics. So it just already like shortens the pool. That's not the right Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. anywhere, anywhere, even if it's not Oxbridge that offers like classics, surely all the entire intake is just private school. Yeah, you'd think. It must be almost all private schools and like grammar schools, maybe. That's I don't know much about it. It's crazy. I tell you what. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'll have to ask someone that's ever been interested in that sort of thing. Maybe try and get, yeah. get, them, get them to give me a call. <laughs> on um, A-level results day, did you have any... Whoa, I've got like a real frog in my throat. Anyway, let me try that again. On A-level results day, did you have any problems on the day? And also, what did you think of like the sort of algorithm that was in place to sort of decide? Because it must have been really pressurising for us to... I mean, well, yeah, for us to have done no A-levels and then but more it's more especially for you to have a literal cambridge place riding on the fact that a computer is deciding whether mm -hmm. you're in it was so stressful like the week before <laughs> i basically spent every waking hour even sleeping hour i was having dreams about it like, <laughs> yep, <same. laughs> yeah like, oh my god too much yeah. and i was literally preparing for the worst i was half expecting like my grades to be like c d d or something yeah and i was having i had a full Google Doc of basically every single clearing place in the UK for biochemistry, all the universities that I was interested in, oh. and like their numbers, their entry requirements, their like TEF teaching status or whatever it is, the, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, and I had it by my side when I was opening that email because I was just ready for anything. I was like, I'm just going to call up this random university in the middle of like London or somewhere, yeah. and like, please let me in, please let me in. Yeah, but yeah. What I deal with that. It's so stressful. I literally have like plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E, plan oh, F. Oh wow! Every single. <laughs> but it just went out so stressed because I was like, "What if it's? What if I get to plan G? It's like, what do I do?" Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I mean, there have been some people. I don't know if they were in our school or not, but yeah, there has been some people that went to plan G basically from yeah. after what happened. And yeah, so the whole the whole algorithm thing. Do you think it was like fair? Do you think the whole I mean, obviously it has been reverted now. And funnily enough, if I had filmed this, like I didn't do an episode of this last week because of just, like focusing on all this sort of stuff. But um, if we had filmed it then, that would have been the system still in place. However, it, did, it then did get reverted. Do you think I was yeah. like the right decision? I think it was probably the best thing that they could do at the time. But they should have realized this like before because surely they've known the algorithm yeah. grades for yeah. weeks. I feel like it would have been better if they um, sent the algorithm grades to the schools. The schools could look at the grades and be like, okay, obviously this student was getting like A star, A star, A in their mocks. Mm. And then they got C, D, D in their um, like algorithm grades. Um, yeah. And they could appeal for them and then it would all be sorted by like university day. Yeah. But no, they didn't have that foresight. They were like, oh, let's change it the day before results day. Why not? It's so, honestly, I was seeing everything on results day whilst... 
whilst I appreciate that, yes, it was a stressful day for me, it wasn't really that stressful because I was very, very happy going to um, Liverpool. And I still am very, very happy going because I can't lie. I think it was my favorite out of the two. I only really put Manchester above because it was the higher grades. But anyway, um, <laughs> but I know, I know that massive exclusive there. I could not imagine what it was like for some people depend literally just dependent on their postcode to have to have gotten like decent mock grades because we all know that mocks are so much more condensed and pressurized than the actual thing and yeah. then to get worse either worse than their mocks or like decline from both firm and insurance and having to go through clearing and having all this stuff rejected because of something that you didn't do it's one of those things where you just go like whoever decided this this algorithm where it was whether it was Ofqual, um education education secretary anyone you have to just go did you not think that this was going to happen like if if 20,000 people have gotten a u in nationwide the year before do you think these people that are getting like what well, i don't know say a c or a d in their mocks do you think they deserve to get a u in their actual thing just cuz someone in their previous school did so yeah. wrong okay, so like, especially since like, does anyone go down from their mocks in their real thing? Like, unless you cheated in your mock or something, it's almost impossible to go down because surely you're just doing more revision. Like, Honestly. It's not even making I, sense. I can't lie. Oh, what, during, um, in our mock um, week, back in, I think it was February, like, was we like had, you? honestly, it feels like ages ago, doesn't it? Like, at the time when A-Labels were actually happening, um, the whole mock thing, I remember having to literally go to uh, the powers that be in the school and ask for an exam to be switched because they had given me, like, in the morning, the morning session, two-hour exam, afternoon session, two-hour exam, um, and then, like, the final session, not, like, evening session, but, like, yeah. we were, it was in three blocks and two-hour exam, two-hour exam, two-hour exam. And, that, and now I think about it, that is what they have based my actual A-level grades on. And it is so, and it's so like, so annoying. happened in the real exam, like the real exam timetable. Yeah. All the exams one week or like a week and a half, however much it was. It's like two, like two months almost. Just so yeah. much more to spread out. The mocks are so, so intense. Yeah. And also go from doing like, something complete like i would be going from like a biology paper through whatever which is just like long answer questions to then yeah. like mechanics paper and like my brain could not flip that quickly but i didn't have that situation in the real exam timetable mm. so it's just i don't know my brain was very overloaded oh 100 and whilst i appreciate with this with this whole situation that there is no perfect system for deciding able grades i just think like what were they the whole everything changing like mid days before um before the April results were supposed to come out and then changing afterwards people have been thrown into so much turmoil and even if they've got the grades now people have been told like oh we're so sorry we filled up can you defer entry so having to take a gap year that they didn't plan i've gotten emails from um cambridge and my college like if anyone wants to defer please tell us that oh my god really doing that getting stone was actually got like, good friends with it's like, oh, I'm deferring. I'm like, cool. Oh. Friendship because it's like, okay, I'm going to see you when you join in first year, but I'm going to be in second year by then. It's frustrating. Yeah. But I don't know. I could never, I couldn't defer. I think I've lost enough momentum as it is in these last six months. Oh, 100% same. I literally get kicked out in the first week. They're like, why are you here? Honestly. Like, you cannot, 
I, I couldn't, there's no way I could take a gap year because I, I mean, firstly, the course I'm studying, it's a, basically a memory test. And secondly, it's, um, yeah, as you say, there's, you, I just would lose so much momentum. And also the fact that like my uni have emailed now saying like, you're going to be all right. We're going to give you time. So from any time from the 28th of September to the 2nd of October, I could still be here by October. And to think like it could be the same next year to start my uni process in October, 2021. It just does not sound like something so I, I can do. No. The whole time slot entry thing is stressing me out. I've got the same thing. I've got my college has given me two days. It's like the 29th and the 30th of September. Yeah. where we have a three-hour slot and we're allowed one parent we just have to do it all in that three hours i don't think i can do that like moving every and especially since yeah. at my college everyone is on quite a high floor mm. but like there's a high chance especially in first year yeah you're gonna be on a bad room on the third floor and it's insane stairs mm. i'm gonna be able to do i think i might pass out in the first like hour and a half and having to carry everything up and down up and down oh my god yeah without a doubt ask like it's just gonna be it's gonna oh it's gonna it's gonna be so much I also think though, if we just say like, like if one says, oh, they, they have to come on another day, surely you could just go on that day and like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna turn you away. Like I'd hope anyway. Yeah, they better not. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those, it's just one of those things where you just go, just can we please, we've just got to be um, <laughs> practical with, it, with this sort of yeah. thing. It's like, ugh. So, also, what's the point of like spreading everyone out over a week to move in? When the next day after everyone's moved in, everyone's going to be there at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, we're we're doing... gonna... are we going to yeah. be forced to just stay in our flats the entire time? Because there's going to be nothing open and having to do all these virtual freshers week stuff. Oh my I'm God. I'm going to have my chemistry labs for the first year have all been cancelled. Like really? University. They're like, oh yeah, year one chemistry. You're not, you're not doing any labs. You're just going to do exercises based on experimental data or something like that. It's like, mm. I kind of want to do the labs. So that's kind of what I'm here for. That's what you're going that's for. For, yeah. But they have to spread all the second year people like into this first year lab space so they can distance. It's like, why are we being sacrificed? Oh, like, that's so annoying. It's annoying. But at least I might have biology ones still. Touch wood. Yeah, 100%. If I can, yeah. yeah. Um, it's so, oh, it's just one of those things where we have to basically sit, sit back and just wait for things to um, come back. I, like, I don't think social spaces where essentially you can't social distance, things like um, things like clubs, things like other societies, I don't think they're going to be open until at the very least 2021. And annoying yeah. that's what our first term gone yeah. already. So yeah, it's kind of... Like, like excited for us to sort of forget about the whole like COVID-19 situation. I'm like, oh, it's going to be so good. And then I see one news on like nothing will be normal forever so yeah have, yeah there'll be nothing in person blah, 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 something will happen the lab's closing whatever it's like i why am i going exactly i'm just there like part of me and as much as i hate to say it i do think the situation is gonna sort of worsen and we may there is a possibility and i'm only saying this because at the time back in february i think the whole corona thing was a joke until we got to the position that we were in the month afterwards and then like if it's okay now, because I think there will be another spike, um, we could just be back at home again. Yeah. Like a lot of things, like in America, 
seeing a lot of TikToks of like people moving into uni. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then being kicked out because they're like a spike in corona cases and have to go home. Or like they all have to give like packed lunches given to their doors and stuff like that. And yeah. I don't want that. Like, Honestly, that sounds awful. And also, um, isn't it Melbourne in Australia? They're still on, like they had a big spike and now they're still they've gone back into only one hour a day you're allowed to go outside for exercise and that's it you have to they've stay got a few insane lockdown there because they all the thing with australia hear yeah. all about this yeah catherine knows all about australia just that you know <laughs> they like, had the whole full lockdown like the rest mm. of the world did but like when like the uk and the us had their first spike yeah. they never had a spike so they had all of the like economic backlash of a spike all of the social stuff of no one being able to go to school yeah uni, home, but they never actually had the cases so now they're having their first spike but they've kind of already done all of the lockdown stuff and they don't want to do it again because it's just going to be way too much right so they don't have herd immunity as boris would say of oh, like yeah. no one have it and so it's just going to get really bad it's just i'm so glad i didn't look there anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just so, i i just feel so I feel so helpless with the situation because I'm just like, I look at it all happening and they're like, God, I wish this just wasn't, wasn't going on and we could all just live our normal lives. However, it's, it's having to sort of just stay. So I think, I think we really lucked out in a way, not having it in the season of coughs and colds and oh, yeah. that season is coming up <laughs> and um, it's not, not good. I'm just, I'm just not looking forward to it. I, as no. I, want, I could honestly talk about this all day, but like I feel like the episode will go on for like an hour and a half, basically. So yeah, moving on. Um, what is the collegiate system at Cambridge, and does it matter what college you apply for, go for, all that sort of stuff? Well, the collegiate system is basically like your accommodation is based on your college, and your supervisions and your tutorials are based on your college. So that's like small group sessions and like one on one or one-on-two sort of sessions yeah, or yeah, yeah. with your director of studies, I think what they're called. Yeah. But then your lectures and some like larger societies are university-based. Yeah. So like all the natural science students from any college will go to the same lecture and but then they will go to different supervisions with different people. Right, okay. And there's also like a sense of college pride, like which college you go oh, to, you're associated with all three years because most colleges, I'm pretty sure all colleges, uh, you have in-college accommodation for the all three years. So thank God, I don't have to worry about like finding a flat in Cambridge and having to rent it out with other people. Yeah, yeah. Stay in halls. You stay there, yeah. Um, but yeah, the college system, like in terms of applying to the colleges, I applied to Clare College and I did my interviews there. I got all excited about that one. I mm. thought about applying for a Coral Scholarship. I ended up not doing that, but okay. I sort of got that college and then on the day where everyone found out, like Oxbridge two days, I guess they are, so Cambridge Day, mm. um, everyone else is getting the emails in the morning, like you got accepted, you got rejected from your college. And I didn't get one for ages mm. until it was like 1.30, I think it was. So it was like after. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So it was before lunch. So it was like quite late in the day. And I got an email from Newnham College, which was not the college I like applied for. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we can offer you a place because you were put into the winter pool. And then they like basically Claire was like, We like you, but not enough for us. Oh. So they put me oh, into brutal. like pool of people mm. and then Unum saw my like my application. Mm. I thought, oh, yeah, good, we'll take her, we've got spaces. 
So I got moved. And in hindsight, I'm very happy that this happened because I've now researched Newnham and I prefer it to Clare. So oh, sweet. Yeah. The, yeah. The only reason I didn't apply to it in the first place is because Newnham's like a women only college. Right. Okay. So I'm a little bit out of the city. But I've talked to people who have visited there before. I've only been there once or twice. And they're like, oh, it's so good. You'll love it. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, people overthink the whole college decision at the beginning. I know right. I did. Obsessively researching all of them. And then it didn't matter in the end, so... Yeah. I find that that's, that happens with so many things, just with life in general. We, we, de- we delve into, like, these um, really... We think they're big decisions at the time, and then the decision sort of gets made for us. It certainly did for me on results day. And it was just like, I'm not mad about that at all, to be honest. Like, the fact that the decision was placed out of my hands and, like, out of your hands for the college decision, it's just yeah. like, well, there we go. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, you just play the cards you were dealt and you just yeah. move on. I mean, like when I was in yeah. primary school, I thought I was going to go to school in Sydney and then my parents were like, we're moving. And I was like, okay, this is what I expected. But Where did you move I to? Like, I moved to here. Oh, here, right. I thought you were talking about primary school. I was like, what? Oh, no. This is oh. primary school. I thought I was going to go to... Um, oh, okay. School, Good school in my area and I was really excited to go there. And then my dad was like, I can't find a job here. But let's let's move to the UK. And then <laughs> ended up Brentwood was the only place in the area that had a place for someone. So I basically took someone's spot who left. Oh, cool. All right. Oh, brilliant. Um, I mean, and it and all you know, worked out. <laughs> all worked in my face. It really, really did. Oh, yeah. And now you're at Cambridge. So the, I think I think it's all gone. It's all gone. Yeah. So on, on this podcast, I do a, I do a section called the five questions with. Uh, Vogue. It's basically five questions from a 73 questions with Vogue interview and I ask them to people on the podcast so I hope I hope you enjoy. Okay so question one. What's keeping you busy these days? TikTok. Yeah same. <laughs> like the beginning of lockdown it was cross stitching that was my thing. Oh yeah. I was stitching, like I have a tiger that I did in my room I need a mm. bee, I did a penguin that's quite an animal theme. Yeah. But now Basically, all I do is go on TikTok, take the dog for walks, and sometimes read a book if I'm feeling a little bit. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I tell you what, I'll come to this, I'll come to this later, but I really want to get back into reading and I need some book recommendations. So, yeah, I've read a yeah. book in all of lockdown and it was so satisfying to actually read it. But just the effort of picking it up is just. It's too much, isn't it? It's so much. My commitment. <laughs> we we're both are uni students like to be and we're just like guys no, picking a book so hard like honestly uh, question number two what is your go-to drive-through order okay so if we're talking mcdonald's okay I chicken selects mm. fries and the milkshake like a vanilla milkshake mm. i'm feeling bad yeah if not i'll just get like a coke zero but yeah always chicken selects <gasps> i love or- them I love them so much, so much more than the nuggets. They're my, that's my go-to drive-thru order. I used to nuggets as a kid, but then it wasn't even that long ago. It was like a year or so ago. I had chicken specs for the first time. My life was changed. They're so good. They are that's so it. good. And they're so worth the money, honestly. Yes. And they're so much better than a burger. I know burgers are like the, the done thing at a drive-thru, but... No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Sex. No, yeah. I never With get a drive-thru. sour dip. has to have sweet and sour dip. Do you think? Oh my god. Okay. I, yeah. Sweet and sour dip is like my thing. I wish I could buy 
a bottle of the McDonald's sweet and sour dip and I've Googled it. Mm. I've looked and you just can't do it. It's impossible. I might make some of my own. There's like recipes online of them. Dupes Good idea. Them. Good idea. Just to like, and get right. them. And then. Yeah, oh. maybe busy today. Yes. Oh my God. Good idea. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Question number three. What one thing do you need to have in your fridge at any given time? I would say fruit. Oh, yes. Fruit. Yeah, yeah. Mango are my two go to blackberry. I love blackberry so much. That's going to be my uni thing. Like, everyone's going to know it's my shelf in the fridge because there's some blackberries and some mango on there. That's it. I have nothing else. Maybe some cheese. Obviously not together with the fruit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. I've, um, that is such a good idea. I've been known during this lockdown period for eating all the orange food in the house. So that is um, carrots, oranges, satsumas. Uh, I think, I can't lie, I think that's it. But at the same time, for some reason, they're all orange. And I'm just like instantly attracted. I'm just like, oh my into the carrots and hummus sort of thing. Oh, I had it the other day when I went to Legoland. My mum took some as a snack. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Why haven't I been eating this before? They are they are incredible and a very a very healthy alternative. Yeah. You health food on myself. That's what I really want with the snack. I don't oh. want to feel guilty. Oh, completely, yeah. completely. It's oh, that's so good. Uh, question number four. Besides your phone and wallet, what is a must-have item in your purse for you? I would say Burt's Bees lip balm. Oh, okay. Oh, I, yeah. I just, it makes me feel, makes me feel good that I can be taking care of myself, mm. like self-care vibes, but also just feel put together when I like it all Burt's Bees, not just oh, lips. Nice. Right. Yeah. I feel good. That's basically, I don't really carry many things with me. I don't really have like a good bag. Yeah. I basically just like a water, water bottle. Oh yeah, true. Oh, with like a good, Either a chilies bottle, if it's a nice hot summer day. Yeah. Cool water, or just like a massive litre bottle of water. Yeah. I can down whenever I want. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. That, is, that is such a good idea. I will, I should probably invest in lip balm. I don't know why, it's just one of those things I never really think of. I'm there like, that'll just make my lips feel so much better. So like. I'm telling you, it's where it's at. I have four downstairs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right. I yeah i'll go for it and finally question number five what do you think is the most important life lesson for someone to learn this i know deep. it's a lot isn't it <laughs> they um, really go from drive throughs to <laughs> so now we're gonna get deep what's your wisdom yeah hmm, maybe like just whatever happens mm. obstacle obstacle mm. and then like move on but don't let yourself get stuck yeah. in what happened in the past. Like you can't change it. So try and just live the best life you can after the event, the Absolutely. obstacle. Oh, that's so true. Like um, I saw a thing yesterday that was like, it's not, I'm going to get this wrong. It's not about um, being in the storm. It's about learning to dance in the rain or something like that. So just be uh use it as like a friend rather than like a like a hindrance exactly just take it as something that you can learn from yeah and like become better for it like if you had a life where every single thing that happened to you was good and you never had anything bad you would just end up being quite like a dull yeah. person that happened to you later in life you wouldn't know how to deal with it mm. but like 
take a bad thing happening to you, it's like, okay, cool. Now I've learned how to deal with this. Mm. And later I'm getting more prepared. Yeah. Exactly. Advice. Oh. I don't really always advice myself. I really should practice what I preach, but. <laughs> I should do. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, come on, just like, everything happens for a reason, everything happens for a reason, come on. Yeah, I'm like, power on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just oh. need to know how to move on. Honestly, yeah. So, Catherine, thank you very much for doing that. Do you have any recommendations for um, anybody? So this could be books, music, um, TV shows, films. TV shows, mm. I would say, Modern Family. I just finished yeah. watching all of it that's on Netflix, and I love it. Ooh, okay. And also designated survivor i've only seen the first half of the first season okay because i'm watching family you have to go slow which is killing me okay i wish yeah. i could the Relate. whole episode mm. for sure in one day but it's really good so far i would recommend brilliant okay and other podcasts kiffin's were on a podcast yes oh my god the off menu podcast with stand-up comedians ed gamble and james a Kester. it is very good it's like a food comedy podcast it's basically my go-to when I take the dog for a walk. It's, it's oh, very good. brilliant! Okay. No one actually listens to it, so hopefully, someone who listens to this will be like, "Yeah, maybe I will give that a listen." I'll give so that a listen. One hundred. I'm always looking for new podcasts to listen to because I just find them so like, I just find them so relaxing. I literally love them so much. I like fall asleep to a podcast by the side me of me. Too, just all the time because it just I'm like so relaxes me. If I'm just ever laying in bed and I can't see, I'm just like, I'm just gonna put one on, and then I fall asleep. Yeah so quickly because I'm just still. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's brilliant. That's my brain because otherwise I'm lying there in the silence in the dark. I just spiral. It never ends yeah. well. Yeah, honestly. But yeah, and you. I'm basically just podcasts in general. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Oh, finally, Catherine, what's um, for all of our listeners because somehow they are international and I don't really know how. Wow. Here you go. I know. Mad, isn't it? <laughs> What is your social media for everyone to follow you on? I am Kat, so C-A-T, and then prior, but instead of an O, it's an X. X, yeah. Kat Prixer, if you will. Oh, lovely. I'm Kat Pryor on TikTok. Yes, (laughs) oh my God, yeah, brilliant, yeah. But yeah, I basically got that username in like second year and I've stuck with it forever. I love that. I I love that so much. And it's never taken, weird, why would I? That as a username, so yeah, it's perfect. I, love it. I think it's really edgy and really, yeah. really cool. Uh, yeah. Okay, Catherine, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Just so, I think I um, I think I'm going to do these bi-weekly instead of weekly now because I kind of um, uh, more has resumed in my life now, and I don't want to I don't want to oversaturate the market, you know. So I'm going to do these every two weeks. And funnily enough, this is actually what is this? Yeah, this is episode eight. I'm only going to do 10 and then I'm going to close the, close this, this season, if you will, if I, I'm one of the 10. Absolutely. Oh my God. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy you enjoyed and yeah, that's it. (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening. Bye. We'll see you later. Bye. Lots of interesting topics.